I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This week on Up to 90, we chat about the nanny. That's what we're going to chat about because one of our friends on Twitter asked so I just we've got a lot of wonderful friends on Twitter I'm just loving them do you know when you get I have to say because Alison Spittle had said this to me about the podcasting right but I just love building just a little crew like we're all on the same page (laughs) people get us we get you. They get us. They said, like, you get a message from um, one of the listeners and you just think, that's just made my day now. Because they're just, they're very funny, aren't they? They Our are. Our fan base. They are. But you need to stop sending them nudes because no one's asked. But you know, the worst part of that is the laughing emoji faces they send back. Like, that's the cruelest part. Like, I've gone full frontal. But you keep going. That's the she, thing. You saw I put up about the wax the other the other day. No, what was this? Well, look, you know, summer's coming. Mm. So, like, that dry shave is only going to do so much. So, I was like, look, um, you know, we've gone through all the disposable razors now at this point. So... But that's what I could don't get. You can't be that hairy or ginger. No, but I have very thick hair is the problem. Oh, yes. But well, actually, it's, I think red, red hair, hair thing. is meant to be thicker hair. The hairs, the individual well, hairs are thicker. That's, that's what my lovely wax lady told mm. me. So um, went to Wax in the City, SpawnCon. Um, wax in the city tonight. That old Billy <laughs> Joel song, yeah. and like literally, they the see city. me. They're like, "Oh, look, we'll yeah, we'll take you quarter to two. Uh, it'll all be, we'll take you twenty to two. You'll be in and out, and then and they, then they saw you, and they said, like, cancel my three o'clock.' That's what I was saying. Did <laughs> you see that? That's what I was saying on Instagram. No, I didn't see it. I was like saying, "Oh, they were all like, Can't, let's cancel the two o'clock because it's like the Battle of Winterfell down there." So we're getting summer ready, is what I'm saying. So from now on, I'm going to be performing. Because I always think, you know, even with the conversations, it's like, do you want a Hollywood? Do you want a Brazilian? I'm like, I just think there should be an Irish girl option of Tog friendly. Oh, yeah. That's all I want. I don't want a Brazilian. I don't want a Hollywood. I just want something that's Tog. I just want something that's jacuzzi friendly. Up to 90. Up to 90, up to 90, with Emma and Julie, oh, yeah. And are you going on holidays? No. No. 
You see now. I'm just tending. Well, sometimes, you know, myself and Fred sit under a parasol and pretend. We did book Lisbon a couple of days in Lisbon. Oh, nice. Um, so that'd be nice. That sure, to be fair, I'm not probably not going to be getting the fanny out over there. Like, it's a city. Yeah, but you might get it out in the hotel room, surely. Well, that's, you know, that's the look we're going for now. We're maintaining standards. It's okay. all about the standards. I shave every day. You do, but I can't, you do, like, you shave all the way every day. Yep. See, I was doing that, but then I just found the regrowths. But that's why you do it every day. How much are you growing in 12 hours? Like, what's you going what? on? I, I'm convinced that I just, I feel like with the regrowth. If you leave it three days, do you not four find you days you're fucked. No, it's happened to me once. You would never get ingrowns. I did once and it was horrific. I just, I do find the waxing is, um, I find the waxing, it's horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. And it's funny because like as they're waxing um, your intimate lips, like, you know, they'll put, because I was a bit concerned about my body. You know, I love my little wax girl. But like, you know, she came in, she said, oh, it might be a bit hot today. Which is not really what, what you want no. to hear when someone's pouring wax that on your bits. That area was not designed for that kind of mistreatment, but I sure feel. You're, but you're shaving it, though. Yeah, but it's no pain. Oh, yeah, but I actually think that's more abrasive, I think, than a wax every couple of weeks. I don't know, um. I just find... I don't know, I just found even the other day, I did have a moment when, you know, the hot wax was being poured on my... the Basically, we're talking about the interior of my body. You just think, come on. Ugh. Like, we're basically waxing our insides now. <laughs> I mean, is this what Christ. I have to worry about? I just think... Just one grow. more thing let to add. Grow, let, let, it let it grow. Let it grow. Let it grow. Actually, Fred did tell let me a funny grow. story about... Um, he... What was about it? About his pubes. He had porn mags when he was younger. And they were real, like, old school, like, oh, 70s. porn mags. Yeah, real, like, old okay. school 70s bush. Mm-hmm. And he went for a few pints with his dad one night, and he had, um, I don't know what age he was, probably 32. Should but the dad was like, what's the insert now, or is this going to be okay, this no, story? it's grand. And then his dad said something on the lines of, like, oh, my God, like, what's with all the hair, Fred? So, obviously, he had found his stash... Oh. I made the comment and like I mean that's just that's pretty that's pretty so that's pretty what Fred great. is into is this why he calls his nickname for me is his press release it's like the time I was on news talk and we were all pretending we didn't know who Fred's dance partner was and oh, then I told yes. the world do you remember that time I do yeah um, yeah so maybe that was too much information but who could be bothered editing it out it's a Monday night guys I know who cares come too here late in the day I got a delivery this week. Before we get to the delivery on the subject of porn, you yeah. know, every time I go to the shop, for, I'll always say to Fred, because, you know, I'm that kind of girl, you do the same. Do you want anything from the shop? Obviously, we nobody leaves the building without asking. Rude, yeah, yeah, of course, you have to throw what it out What kind of monster there. doesn't ask that? But, uh, even, even if it's somebody someone you hate, you well, have to say. Somebody today went from the table, went to the shop and didn't say, does anyone want anything ah, from the shop? Which is just, sake. you know, everyone's going to say no, but you have to throw it out there. Guard of vetting uh, needed ASAP Yeah, there. 100%. Mm. But every time I go to the shop and I throw out that, obviously, the obligatory, do you want anything from the shop? Every time without fail, Fred will say, well, I'd say 80% of the time, Fred will say, yeah, can you get me Playgirl? 
<laughs> and I have to explain, no, that's the one for the girls, Fred. You mean Playboy? And he's like, whatever. Get me the one with the girls in it. Oh, Fred. Oh, Fred. There's so much yet to teach him. I know. But it, we've discussed this, how much fun it is just changing them gradually. Because, mm, mm. But it's happening because every now and again he'll say something like, I used to be fun or I used to have a life. And I just think... Come here, are you that's going... when you know are you're you serious. With, are you with Fred? Oh, yeah, I think so. Well, we're okay. just kind of scoring a bit I at the moment. I haven't heard about him yet. I wasn't um, sure. But you see, <laughs> I just don't have anything else going on in my life. That's my oh, thing. And we did embark on this 90s podcast before I realised I my long-term memory is just fucked. Yeah, I'm the same. From all those... It's kind of like what I think to pick during to my do 20s. a pod- I'm, te- I'm terrible for Tell memory. me about your special delivery because I'm super chill about this special delivery. Copperbug. I didn't get back to the email fast enough. Our lovely sponsor were telling us they had a new flavour and I, I'm not going to lie, I nearly jumped out in front of a car because just to get back to that email straight away, passion fruit, new flavour, delivered to my gaff. Actually, it was great. Well, not great. I didn't get back to the time fast or into the house fast enough and my neighbour got it for me. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah, he said he was out gardening. And I was like, oh, I'd say he's wondering what that is now. And I offered him some. And he's like, no, you're grand. But I could tell he was really pissed off. I should have asked again. It is pretty awkward, isn't it, when? Because I know my neighbours took my delivery mm. in. And you feel you should offer a few. But yes. you just want them all for yourself. Yeah. I have to say, absolutely delish you love this one this is my favorite this is your favorite yeah you yeah sent it to me last yeah night. yeah no it defo is is it in so. the little the little cans no the no it's in the bottle clutch. no oh, shane is milling through all the cans well look harness. the cans i'll be honest like by the time you've got the dinner cu- cooked i've drank four cans so uh yeah no, the passion just fruit a little is diet coke really i know yeah it's delish that's mommy's diet coke that's and the I'm second i mean the second i'm kind of like see a little kind of tiny bit of something i'll, I'll have a cup of now i'll have yeah so. i think i know it is such a cliche because people do really associate copperberg with summer but i just think blue skies bit of sun mm. longer evening sitting you know we've got the couple of chairs outside the house oh yeah nice so we've been sitting outside there now and drinking the copperberg and it's really nice oh wait i tell you so joe's birthday is on sunday okay and we got his present early because he wanted a trampoline Oh, so Tommy and Joe are there bouncing hearts content on the trampoline, and we have the garden furniture there. It's gonna be perfect. Gonna be sorted. That's nice. But I'm thinking I'm gonna try it. Woody's aunt. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Except except they'd never have a ginger mother in a Woody's aunt. No, no, no. Because the whole idea. I mean, obviously, as a ginger, we're not supposed to be outside. So why? No, and we're not meant to have advertising garden furniture. (laughs) We're not meant to have children either. So there's always a blonde mother brunette dad and then the kids is kind of interchangeable the dad's always brunette because he's the serious guy he's yeah, bringing yeah, home yeah. the bacon yeah 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 the blonde mother just has to worry about getting her highlights done and making sure there's fresh fruit in the bowl like, i know she and she's, she's got enough she's got enough cardies in the wardrobe as a ginger what could we what could we advertise uh pff. What could we get into? Maybe like, blinds. 
that would be <laughs> yeah, good just blocking yeah. out the sunlight like you Blinds, know and the, do you yeah. remember that Nicole Kidman movie the others yes that yeah, kind yeah, of vibe yeah. just full yeah. on blinds um, what else could we advertise I really don't know like I'm really struggling I mean it's a toughie Maybe emulsion paint. So you can you know see, what? like, this okay. is how white it is. How I white actually, are your whites? Okay. Daz. Sorry, Daz Dorset okay. Challenge. Psychic Sally on my mother's life, okay, on, my, on, a, on Liz's life, I was just about to say emulsion. Have we discussed this? Why, why are we both thinking emulsion? Do you know mm. why we're thinking it? It's because of the SPF. Ah, uh, yeah. It's that level, factor 100. Have we discussed emulsion recently? How do we both come out with emulsion? I don't know. That's a bit strange. But I did, because I was telling Fred when I used to live in Australia, I couldn't go to the beach. I remember go- I went to the beach maybe twice, and each time you'd go, and like, I just, oh, I you'd just imagine. be badgered for SPF. People coming up to you oh, saying, really? really sorry, you wouldn't have any SPF? And you're like, oh, fuck's sake. Why and do then, they always do that? Why can't they just call it sun cream? Or why do they always call it the flip-flops? Because they, they take it serious. The thongs and the whole, like, you know, if I had, like, Jesus Christ, if I had a euro for the amount of times that conversation ensued. Sorry, I think you're standing on my tongue there. And you're like, okay, because where I'm from, a tongue meets something else and we all have a giggle. I would have four euro. That's how if I had a euro for every time that happened. But I remember one time I was on the beach and there was this little girl crying and this man said to her when <laughs> I was in Sydney, this man said to her, What are you doing crying? Look at her look at that girl. She's just got out of hospital. She's not well. She's not crying. I was like, I'm not unwell. This is just the colour of my skin. And how come your what was your man Do from Carlo so doing on the beach in Sydney? What you mean? Ah, <laughs> oh, stop. That was a good attempt. It was. I'm only slagging you. Stop being mean. Stop I'm, right you know now. I'm, I'm going to Spice Girls on Friday. Oh, I can't believe you're going without me. We can't talk about it. <laughs> well, you didn't buy a ticket, so. Who, which one of your Who? friends now do I have to take out? Who got you the ticket? Uh, Who do I have to assassinate character speaking? Evie got the tickets. Wise. I'm not making any sense tonight. Who do I have to? Evie Larkin. Thanks, Evie. She got on. on. She got on the ticket. Never buzz. heard to discuss Evie. You've Evie, never mentioned no. her once. I know, but she got me my ticket. Ah, nice. I know. Uh, and I'm rev for it now. I just don't know what to wear. That's the only thing. Just dust off that tricolor dress. Do 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 do. And a spice girl heel. And supposedly Mel B's gone blind. Shut up. Yeah, that's the latest in the news now that she's been rushed to hospital. There's always something with Mel B. That's why I said, no, but you know I said, what? look, this is only PR now. Come on. Maybe. And if you know not, what? sorry, Mel. But it's handy that, like, she kind of rubbed people up the wrong way and now she's going blind. It's a bit like, you know, people are a bit like, oh, do you know about Mel B now? Kind of lost the love. And now she's mm. gone blind. So straight away we're back on the love buzz. She probably just has a, she probably just has a stein or I. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd say it's, just it's too been convenient. It's been Chinese whispers. There's but look, just always she's just one of those. I won't Mel. be aware of it either way because I'll be absolutely hammered. So I'd if she's there or not, it's not going to nice make a blind bit of difference to me. A nice little glittery top. I have a lovely sequin top now. I have a sequins um, jacket and yeah. a sequins dress. 
Is it too much the belt? I'd say, I'd say black top, black pants and the sequin jacket. Yeah. That'd be fab. Yeah, we might have nice to do that. Heel. You'll have to be comfortable. Nah, you see, you'll have to be comfortable though. Be long out there. Are you standing? Yeah. There is always a bit of walking involved. Where they're playing? Where are they playing? Three Arena? No, it's Croker. Is it Croker? Yeah. Oh, a lot of walking involved in That's Croker. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. 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 And we should be meeting nice before. Just a nice little comfy boot. Yeah, I'll think of something. If you know you me. Ni- if only you had a tiny little boot. I know. If only I had some nice little boots. I'll try and ru- I'll try and rustle some together. You know yourself, but um, yeah. So um, that's Friday, and then Joe's birthday on Sunday. Ella's birthday is this Wednesday, so it's all go go go. That Ella's was very sixteen. Well planned. I can't believe she's sixteen. I know. Sha la 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 um, la la. Happy birthday, sweet sixteen. Was looking up inventions, Irish inventions today. Mm. Like mad, what mad yokes all together. Hypodermic needle, a hypodermic yeah, yeah, syringe, that, yeah. torpedo, and a submarine. So just everyday items. Brilliant. Submarine. Fuck's sake. And of course, our own special, um, our own special brand of heroin, which has is very distinctive texture and mm-hmm. color. What's that? Guinness. Oh yeah. I love. Have you ever visited the meth lab? Guinness. Guinness Brewery. Yeah, yeah, I have been there. I don't Is really it remember it though. No, not really. Is I it just a bar? It's just a brewery. It's just I don't really a lot remember. Of hops, a lot of hops, yeah, a lot yeah. Of I don't remember being particularly interested, but I may have gone I there for some corporate thing or I something. I shouldn't say oh oh hello, Alan Sugar in the car. I uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, definitely, yeah. Not I, just like getting teas and coffees for I people. I should say I'm gonna retract that because I'm not gonna come equate Guinness with heroin because, you know, I mean, heroin isn't half as addictive as Guinness. So, like, that's an unfair comparison to make. Can True. I share a little pet peeve? But this is controversial. Okay. This is a bit of a comedy in conversation. But just to let the listener in. Mm. Do you know what's starting to annoy me? Well, um, People offering feedback after your gig. <laughs> Does that do, Have we discussed this before? Yes, we have. Uh, I, I'll often ask anyone who's if standing there for, for it, feedback but if somebody volunteers feedback yeah unless it's like that new someone you really respect good. yeah unless it's maybe somebody that you respect respected elder but respect I find I, st- I think you still have to ask for it though don't you yeah no but the only feedback that you haven't asked for that you can get would be oh I liked that new bit yeah 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 do you know what I mean this is true um, I well that to be honest, that's always a nice one when they say I liked that bit. It yeah. Is just the, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, is there a lot of people doing this. No, no, no. I'm basing it basically on one person. Okay. Who okay. did it in the last forty-eight hours? So I mean, I shouldn't generalize. Right. Okay. But it is, yeah, I don't know. It's it's the classic thing. I don't think it just applies to comedy. But it is interesting, isn't it, when people offer their two cents mm. um, or two Unshitty. pence if you're a listener in England, because we have a couple of those. Yeah. If somebody offers their two cents without you saying, would you mind, can I just ask I don't know. you what you think? Some blah, people blah, are just blah. fucking mouthpieces. Do you know what I mean? Wouldn't you hate to be a mouthpiece? <laughs> Okay, the wah, nanny. Wah, wah. Taking a yeah. bath. Did you watch the, the nanny? nanny? I used to love the nanny. 
Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved her. Did you? Yeah. Why did you love her? I just thought she was great. I remember, I mean, I know she comes up in every episode, but let's just drop that O-bomb again. I remember the Oprah interview. She was oh, great. Because yes. her husband was the director, wasn't he? They created it together, yeah. And he was talking about how he spotted her and she was so beautiful. And then she started to speak and he was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. And everyone fell around laughing. But they just seem to have a really good relationship. I mean, they're probably divorced now. Like well, interestingly about them, let me tell you this. So she was going, uh, how the nanny happened. So the nanny, just bef- before, well, uh, I just wanted to give the dates of the nanny. Because we're all about the dates. Yeah, so 1993 to 1999, six series. So she, her, of course, her name was Fran. The character's name was Fran Fine. And her name was Fran Dreschner. Mm-hmm. So she was going off to France to visit her friend Twiggy, the model. Sounds real. Yeah. And she said that she saved up all these, uh, you know, flyer mile things or whatever and chipped a few things together. And she decided she was going to treat herself and she'd go first class. So she's sitting in first class. And who does she end up sitting beside in first class? But the head of CBS. So big, long flight. They Like, obviously, he has nowhere to go. And she starts talking to him. And he was like, you know, they kind of left with, he was like, well, if you and your husband want to come in and pitch anything, you know, just let me know. And we'll set up a meeting or whatever. So she said at the time, she didn't have an idea. But she rang her husband straight away to tell him. So when she got there, she didn't realize that Twiggy was going to be working. So she actually wasn't spending a lot of time with her. You know, Sorry, these mates. None of this sounds real. No, oh this to quote Emma, are you on the meds or are you off the meds? What's going on? Dabbling self medicate. Um, so oh, she you decide up... how much medication I need. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. And um, she was hanging out with the daughter a bit, who was like twelve or thirteen, and she was saying that the daughter was saying things to her like. Um, my my shoes are hurting. She's like, "Why is she telling me?" And she started, and all this kind of stuff came out. So from the relationship, from Karen, yeah. <laughs> to the nanny. Hang, oh no, you do the nanny's voice. You've been much better at her. Oh voice. yeah, well I do have that grating tone. I do have that grating so tone. She, they're hanging out anyway, and was she said that was kind of the relationship between her and the daughter she rang the husband and she was like what about an idea like of my fair lady but that I'd be the character so they're like perfect so that was the idea that they went and pitched so the idea was that she was like basically it was based kind of on herself her younger self so she rocks up at this house selling makeup at the door and um, the house is Max I just want to get a second name. Uh, Maxwell something. Maxwell, what was his fucking second name? Uh, I don't know. Maxwell Maxwell Sheffield, right? So he's meant to be this broad, like he's meant to be from England and he's meant to be a Broadway producer. And his wife has, he's been widowed four years previously. Handy. Handy, and, and I like the way I they like, gave it enough distance, I like was it wasn't sh- last oh my week. God, okay, Emma, literally, are we just now the one mind, yeah, the one yeah. heart, the one soul? I was just about to say, I like the way there's just enough time. Four years, so and it's accept- not weird, uh, yeah, but you want him to move on, yeah, it's that point. Four years is acceptable, so he has three kids, she ends up being the nanny. Now, I just wanted to go back to the husband because this is very interesting. 
So her first kind of big gig that she got was she was in um, Saturday Night Live. Fe- Fever. Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. She, she had a little part. Yeah. Era. Yeah, yeah. So she had a little part in that and she's dancing with John Travolta. And she's a couple no. of little lines. Yeah, she on the dance floor. Young. She has like kind of a, a bob, uh, you know, brunette bob. And I think she's wearing, oh, it's kind of like green or blue thing. She So that was her first break. But she must have been so young in that. Well, she was obviously legal though, wasn't she? She's dancing in a nightclub. But I mean, I wouldn't have thought like doing the maths. When was Saturday night? No, but sure, she, 70s, 70s. But she, she must be in her 60s. But like, I mean, I 1993, think would she have been 40 doing that? 1993, no. She would have been late 30s. Would she have been late 30s? Yeah, okay. yeah. So her and the husband in 1985, they were just sitting at home having dinner. Doors locked and everything. People broke into their house. Is oh. this in New York? I think it was LA. I'm not sure where. But like it was all like doors locked, just chilling and having dinner. And this uh, gang broke in. Really violent attack. <gasps> she was raped. <gasps> Emma, no. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So obviously really traumatic. She didn't talk Did about it. Did we not discuss trigger warnings before we started? Before we started this podcast, Sorry. I was saying Sorry. they really need to start having a couple of trigger warnings for the news. No, 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 you're yeah. fine. But that's, no, that's true. insane, Emma. Yeah, so the, like the doors Gosh. locked. It's just like a quiet evening. She couldn't speak about it for years, but she wrote about it in her autobiography. So then, kind of the more. Uh, but did they go to the police? They didn't talk, like the interview I watched now, but I asked, like, yeah, I assume they did. They went to the police and, like, I don't I don't know what came of that. But I'm so, but I, but you don't know, like, I was just about to ask, like, as in they didn't, they obviously didn't. I don't think they, they the caught guys. them or whatever, oh no, because they, did, they didn't, they didn't speak about anything like that. I'm but sure obviously, that's like your worst nightmare. Yeah, so this 1985, oh obviously God. hugely traumatic for both of them. And she said she couldn't, you know, she couldn't speak about it for a long time or whatever. He oh ended my God, up. Oh Emma, I feel sick. Yeah, he was really traumatized by it, her Peter or her, her Peter, her husband Peter, and um, so two kind of things, huge things transpired from that. Was years later she um, found out that she had cancer, and it was cancer of the uterus. And she, this is what she said. She's like, you know, kind of, isn't it funny? Like, not funny, haha, how the body kind of manifests pain and stuff that the cancer would be in that area of her body. So she's all right now. She got the all clear, whatever. But um, obviously, very scary time. And she set up a charity called Cancer Schmancer. Nice. So, anyway, the, the husband, they were childhood sweethearts. They met when they were 15 soulmates after the accident he went off you know a couple of years later and got some counselling transpired that he had his own secret he was gay so he said yeah so he's he at first oh my god come over come over we're recording a podcast oh my god 
You're so What's your name? What's your name? Oh my god, what's your name? Kathy! Oh, Kathy! Ah, uh, Kathy, I'm having a fangirl moment about your outfit. It's deadly. Oh my god, Kathy. You're so lovely! Thank you so much. Shout You're out so to Kathy. Kathy, Kathy! Kathy, Kathy. That's so funny. <laughs> that was such a plant. Yeah, I know. Listen, so, what, are you paying Kathy or am I? Oh, we'll both have we'll to. Just, we'll just split the fiver. So we're outside Devitt's. Um, Devitt's. Off, off Camden Street. And a girl was just looking at us. And I'm parked beside a skip. Kathy's, no, Kathy's number one, everybody. So you better. <sighs> you better up your game. You have Listeners. a lot to prove. Um, well, I did park beside a skip because um, it just makes me feel better about my car, if I'm honest. Oh, yeah, nice. So, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, the show, yeah. There's just so much yes. happening. Like, I... So, he, he found out that he was gay. But is this during the show? Uh, yes, because they divorced in 1999. The show ended in 1999, but they stayed together for a, a good few years because he didn't want to get divorced because in his head he was like, I'm not, uh, I'm not gay, I'm bisexual. Okay. And she felt that she needed to leave. Uh, yes, she's like, are you on microphones? He said that he... She was, or sorry, she was saying that he was very controlling and she felt just this whole, he needed to go off and kind of find out about his sexuality. And she said afterwards that then he realized that he, no, he was gay. And she's like, I think he was kind of trying to control me because he was c- trying to con- be in control of himself. Of and course, who he was. but that's always the case. So yeah. they came back together actually when she had cancer. So things were very frosty and then that's when they became friends. So they've actually written other shows. I think it was Happily Divorced or something that was based on their life. So they're like best friends now. Because, you know, I did a gig on Show the last week. Okay. And I was chatting to the audience and there was this like two really good looking people. Yeah. Gorgeous girl, gorgeous guy, like our age. They yeah. were from the States. And I was chatting to the guy, of course, as you do, it's our outlet. And I was like, oh, like I was on stage and I was like, oh, so are you with, are you guys friends? Are you in a relationship? And he, he was like, this is actually my ex-wife. Oh, I, yeah. And I was like, oh. And he was like, yeah, he was like, we're, and she was saying to me, she was like, we're still really good friends and mm. we both love to travel and she was like, in the States, very few people like, to, well, very few is probably a stretch, but this is what this lady was saying. Yeah. He was, she was like, you know, we both like to travel, we get on great, so here we are. And I was like, oh my God, this is the secret to a happy marriage, divorce. Yeah. God, I can't imagine that. But imagine, because then I, I, I had so many questions, but I didn't want to like, you know, I could sense the room was like, what the fuck? So you know what you don't want people to feel too much on display or, you know, either. So I just kind of, you know. If was it was real life, you would have been like, hang but on, I need to know more. what about if one of them wanted to score? Like yeah. they're in a little hostel. Like realistically, neither of them are scoring on this trip. I don't know. What age were they? They were like our age. But you see, they could have gotten married like really, really young. Yeah. And been divorced for like 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. You know yeah. the way like in Ireland people kind of tend, the average age is like kind of like 
early 30s mid early 30s yeah, isn't it to get yeah, married yeah, yeah. whereas in America like it, it tends to be in the 20s I heard so sorry I heard a very funny comment in work the other day now the poor person said it without thinking but I just thought it was so interesting speaking mm. of divorce somebody was saying about somebody who apparently had twins and you know it's one of these just rambling stories that's going over and they're like I think that girl has twins and then another girl at the table was like no like she's not married or anything so I wouldn't say so and I was like okay Oh yes, I remember. Can we just bring it back, okay? I was like, yes. just a bit of an, a birds and the bees talk. You a know, reality you don't check. Have to be married Karen. to have twins. I remember I had a conversation in school when I was pregnant, but I, I think like oh, I was still kind of keeping it under my hat, under my jumper. And somebody was like, "Oh, so and so's mom had her when she was young," and we were like, kind of nodding along. But she married her dad. So everyone's like, oh, okay, like, oh, well, that's fair enough. Fair enough, yeah, yeah, then yeah. it's not ideal, but we're let. We won't cast her off as a complete tramp. We won't because she stayed yeah. with the dad. Look, we won't. And they got married eventually to the, to the state of Guinea and just yet. And all these fucking seventeen or eighteen year olds sitting around go, mm, okay, yeah, yeah, that's mm, it's not great, but it's fine. And I'm just sitting there like probably turning into a fucking prune. <laughs> you were there like, I tell you who the fucking dad is. What? Shut your filthy mouth, Julie J. You always knew who the daddy was. Of course. Um, but yeah, we talk a little bit about the show, actually. Let's do it. That's so interesting. Did they ever have kids? No. No, they didn't have kids, no. Um, I'm, st- I'm actually still reading, if I'm honest. I'm still reading from the... The story about the break-in. Do you know why? Because it's every woman's worst nightmare. But he's... And as well, he said, like, they made the point that, you know, people talk about, uh, in America, obviously, about having... Uh, firearms in the house or whatever and he's like it would not have made a difference because they were like we were just at the kitchen table having dinner like they wouldn't have had even if they'd had a gun under the bed or in the garage or whatever it it happened to be they wouldn't have had the time the wherewithal to do that oh god do you know what I mean so I just and I thought their whole story it was so beautiful the fact that they have been in each other's lives quite significantly since the age of 15 and it took a different route but they were able to kind of come back around and but it comes back to the thing I think we've discussed it before but the whole idea of soulmates it's not oh, necessarily yeah. a romantic relationship but well, they obviously were meant to be in each other's lives yeah yeah no big style and obviously I think when she had cancer, she was with somebody else and he kind of reached out through his manager. Like, that's how frosty it was. And uh, she was like, oh, and he's like, I don't know. She's a partner. But he was like, just let her know, like, I'll come and look after her. Or, Aww. you know, even if it's just to talk on the phone, whatever she's comfortable with or want, I want to do that. So I think she came back and said, like, oh, just let me get the surgery over with and, you know, we'll we'll meet up. But um, so six series uh so it did it, like it did pretty well i think it was in like uh 80 countries worldwide mm. so like phenomenal because like when i was watching it when i was younger i was kind of like oh yeah these are all kind of like you know cheap gags or whatever but they were very clever about the way they had the characters written so there was the cc character who was maxwell's the dad's his business partner partner and it was very obvious she was always kind of trying to get stuck into him and um 
then the uh, butler um, Niles was always on Fran's side so mm-hmm. trying to kind of poo-poo her and belittle the CC character but oh, they all had their very defined characters and place in the show um, and th- so the whole thing was that over time Maxwell gradually fell in love with Fran so it turned into the whole thing will they won't they I mean hello as if we didn't see it coming yeah so they said what happened was that they moved it to a different spot because they were trying there was like a quiet night in TV that they were trying to make into a night so they moved the nanny and the viewership went down what network was it on it was on CBS. Oh, CBS. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, so they moved it. Numbers started to dip. So they said to them, look, we have an option. You can have them get married or we can axe the show. <gasps> so they're like, okay, because they didn't want them to get married because they knew if they got married that that was the end of it because the sexual tension was gone. The, you know, the intrigue, course, the curiosity. Yeah. So it was basically like they knew that like, okay, they're going to get married, but they're going to get one last series out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how it happened. But, um, and then... Because I don't remember them being married. No, neither do I. Did we even watch that series? I don't know. See, maybe we didn't. I do remember there was a few times where there was a few kind of kisses and that kind of thing. And it, you know, there was the whole... I suppose love triangle or whatever. Yeah, I I remember all that, but I don't actually remember them because I imagine that would have been a pretty big episode. I don't really remember that. I've just blacked it out. I think. Yeah, but she said herself like that when she was in school, like teachers would have said to her, like, "Oh, if you want to make it in Hollywood or whatever, like you're gonna have to do something about that voice." But it's funny because, you know, I get such slagging about my yeah. voice. And it's interesting because, you know, I would laugh about it. But then your voice, for a long time, I really hated my voice. But then I just think your voice is such an integral part of you. Yeah. That I've actually really embraced it now. And yeah. I, you know, it's like, I remember that Oprah episode and the husband was saying, I mean, they definitely were still together at the time that they were doing this interview. And him saying, but, you know, I saw this beautiful woman, like she was like Cleopatra. And I said hi, how are you? And then she said, hello. And he was like, what? Like just this foghorn. Yes. But sure, she said herself that it's a, it's around a really handy thing to have to kind of be, uh, you know, especially when she was starting out like this, like good looking, attractive woman. And then the voice comes out. Yeah. So even so it gives, surprising. it gives you uh, a greater license then to play a comedic role mm. and for people to warm to it and it, to be endearing well, and believable and the whole thing. straight away. Because it's like, you know, this unbelievable beauty is just undercut by Miss Mice. Like it's just, and of course, and the laugh, the Janice factor. Yeah. The Janice character really was very similar to the nanny. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, voice, yeah. And the hair and the look and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, she's meant to be kind of like this Jewish princess or whatever. They had loads of uh, celebrities in it as well. They had Elton John. Pierce Brosnan was Good in man. it. Rosie O'Donnell was in it. Um, they spoke about Elizabeth Taylor was on it. 
and she didn't want them to call her Liz. She wanted to be called Elizabeth. Of course, I'd yeah. expect nothing less. And from she wa- she wanted flowers. I'd be disappointed if they let her. I know. If they, if she You're right, Lizzie. What? What? You slow. It's no. like I remember years ago uh, watching John Boy John Bon Jovi interview. On guess what show I'm gonna name drop again? Oprah. Of course, Oprah. Oh yeah, I've been hitting um, the Dr. Phil's hard recently. Before, oh God, have you? Yeah, yeah, badly. You're relapsing. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for from some fucking you're new videos. Up, you're gagging. You're just missing Jeremy Kyle so much now. You're gagging for a bit of. Um, that was me fucking big break. Interview was booked in for fucking November. Bastards. But for God's sake, I mean, you know the father of your three kids. I know. So what's Bit it? of PR. Come on. It's all fake. But, oh, imagine how much fun you'd have with the lie detector test. <laughs> have you ever received a text from another girl? No. Mm. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. At the end of the day, right? You're a lying but bastard. You know, somebody paid for their tube for the day. They got the day out in London. But day I out. will say, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, John Bon Jovi, speaking of Liz Taylor, that time, Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Um, John Bon Jovi, that time in Oprah, was talking about, talking about having been a little runner um, back in the day uh, in some big theatre. And Diana Ross was playing. Mm. And he went in. Um, just a little a little dweeb went in to her dressing room and was like, sorry, Diana, they're ready for you. And she turned around and said, Miss Ross. Oh, yeah. And you know what really pissed me off even in that moment? That she said Miss instead no, of Miz? That Oprah was like, wow. Like, and I was like, okay, Oprah, no, 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 no. John Bon Jovi should not have been addressing her yeah, as yeah. Diana. They were not on a first name basis. No. He was a little dweeb from New Jersey <laughs> standing outside her dressing room door all night singing, Whoa! Give it a rest. So yeah, wouldn't expect anything less than Elizabeth mm. Taylor. And uh, Fran said like, and of course we were happy to like any requests that came from stars, we were happy to fulfill them. But she said it with a very straight face. I could see like the pain in her eyes. But they, she said, they said she's very good. She stood around for photographs with everyone. And Renee, who plays her mother. Do you remember the mother on the show? Yeah, do I was. Yeah. She was great. Yeah, she got a picture with Elizabeth Taylor and she rang the publicist to get the picture. And she's like, that's no problem, but you're going to have to pay $250 <gasps> for Elizabeth's, or like Miss Taylor's touch-ups. Right? And she said, I'll give you 500 and Give me whatever you're giving her. Oh, I love it. Isn't that good? Isn't so that she real just she was, Jewish mommy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved it. So, uh, yeah, Do I you think there's what? still a lot of love for her. I, you see, now, a lot of the clips I watched, I have to say, don't know if it will fly today. Like, there's one scene with Cece and she's setting up this, uh, like, surprise dinner for Max. And Niles comes in. And she says something like, oh, is that you? And he's like, don't turn around. So he kind of plays this little game with her where he blows into her ear and she thinks it's Max. And then he's like, she's like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, gets her to like quack like a duck or something. But it's kind of like she thinks the person behind her is the person who she is wanting to have sex with. And then yeah. it's not. So I was like, no, not that I'm saying like, oh, my God, fucking triggered. But like, I was like, I don't know if that would fly now. I think. No. Do you I know mean, what I mean? Look, there I was lots lot of bits of, of it where I was like, mm. I think we all had that experience in the 90s where 
a man came up behind you and you thought he was someone else mm. and made you quack like a duck. Yeah. And to be quite honest, it is triggering. It is triggering. I mean... We all had that experience and I felt like such a fool mm. in that moment because I thought I was quacking for my <laughs> someone special. And it turned out I was just quacking for some guy. Look, Judy, if we Save want to get anywhere with this podcast, we have to acknowledge people getting triggered by quacking. Okay? I've said it before. I'll say it again. Listen, I better rain my beak in because I'm just, you know, you know, you know how I feel about this subject. I wanted to save my quack for someone special and I just quack, quack. threw it away in that moment. Shame on me and my Shame wet feet. Okay, and do you know actually a line that really resonated with me from the nanny? I mm. remember um, Fran saying about her mother, well, her thighs are touching now. As in that she put on so much weight. Oh, yeah. And every now and again when my thighs touch, I think back to the nanny. Oh, Jesus. And that was Fran's metric for when you were too big. And her little skirts and her legs. I know. I have to say, I have always, because it's like that Julia, Julia Margellis, um, you know, for me or in The Good Wife, mm. has that beautiful look of like just the really dark hair, like that real, as you said, like, um, like Jewish princess look, dark hair, dark eyes, mm. like just... I've always just really envied that look. I just think it's so supremely beautiful. Just that uh, I've all I, I I nearly the nanny nearly gave me the feelings as well. I'm gonna really? be honest about it. Yeah, it's just the pale skin, that yeah, like dark yeah. hair, the dark eyes. Because for us, like you know, dim sum babies over here, like that's mm. just so exotic. That know, is very glamorous altogether. That now. is the essence of exoticism like just to be I know oh sure look I always wanted to be a dark haired semi reader but look it's not gonna fucking happen is it are you getting redder did you put in yeah. any colour it's lovely I got colour there the other day it's oh only yeah, a semi loving the red yeah it's only a really semi because nice. my hairdresser whose name is Emma as well oh, highlights belly bowden hashtag spawn she said to me, just get a semi because then it'll fade rather than having the roots. And she's like, you have red hair anyway. It fades low. It looks great. I love the red. So. And you. It's real poison ivy. She said you have to get the old colour bombs. I've um, heard these are great. Yeah. And Shane's a fan of the red, isn't he? Yeah, he likes the red. Yeah. Bit of a change. Feels like sleep with someone new. You know, wrapping it up, it's good to get the wax. Good to get the red in. Yeah. Maintaining standards every single day. That's what we do. This is it, yeah. Keep your man happy, ladies. <laughs> I say that with tongue Imagine. firmly in cheek. My, my, oi, actually, oi. my inside cheek is actually bleeding with the, the, the level of sarcasm used there. <laughs> um, so look, uh, we've had a great time. Don't know about you, listener, but we've enjoyed ourselves, yeah. haven't we? Outside Devitts. Who do we want to say a big shout out to uh, before we Got a lovely message from Jen during the week. Um, Jen is a listener of the podcast and we love her very much and she's been in touch a couple of times. Thank you so much for your support during this difficult time. Oh, who did you. we just meet here? Two we just ago. met Cathy. Shout out to Cathy who... Is wearing an outfit that is absolutely on point. Loved yeah, the ribbed great. top. And on Monday Loved as well. Loved the ribbed jeans. Fair play to you, Cathy. Giving it socks on a Monday. We fucking love it. Like um, it. Do I have any more messages from people? Got a couple of lovely reviews. We read them. We love them. We hold them dear. So yes. thank you so much. Tell Please your friends all that Tell your shit. friends. It's hugely important, actually, that people spread the word. 
of the up to 90 gospel because that is because actually how if the word gets spread copperberg will put on a gig for us yeah this is the thing okay and so copperberg will put on a gig we'll have, we'll have the crack julie's gonna stay in town for the night yeah um and give up her oh, country right. status it's all happening yeah um so please do spread the word and we appreciate it so much and you're the best thank you for listening listener I've been Jeannie J. I've been Emma Dorn. God bless. Ah, you bitch! This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.